Yeah. G'day, everyone. It's uh, Craig Crafty and the Todd from Aussie Craft Distillers shooting the shit. And this is episode 70 something. We don't know. We can't remember. Anyway, 70 something. Sorry? Lots. Lots. <laughs> Lots. Lots. Yeah. And we're joined by Ed and Marty from Banks and Solander in New Hi, South Wales. Good night. And also the Solander Rum Company, which we'll uh, we'll talk about. Uh, so we've got two things to talk about. So we've got two two companies. So maybe we can have it as two counted as two episodes. episodes. Get, our, get, our numbers, <laughs> get our numbers up. Anyway. All right. How are you guys? You good? Yeah, good, thanks. Yes, very much so. Yep. Glad it's ended the... Say again? Nothing. You go. <laughs> I was just going to say, Mar Marty's just come out of, out of a meeting, so it's uh, we're all calm and we're all going to talk about spirits. Yes. And, and have the right sort of spirit to talk about. So the first thing we do is say, what is everyone drinking? Right. Ed, you can start. I am drinking um, Winding Roads Coastal Cane Single Rum. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Another New South Wales, yeah. Yes. Very good. Yeah, Mark makes a, he makes a good one. And and I'm drinking a, a fine drop from Karoo Distillery. Um, their rum, Outcast Rum, um, nice. batch number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, batch, batch number one. Wow, yeah. yeah. Yep, my, my one's long gone, my batch number one of uh, Karoo. Another New South Wales distillery for those that don't know. So there's there's a bit of rum. Yeah, there's a bit of rum around. And just to keep in the tradition, we, well, <laughs> we have been given a generous donation of Solander rum, uh, which we're going to try tonight for the first time. So God, that's I hope what I'm starting with. Uh, we'll, we'll try it neat to start with, and then we'll um, perhaps try it with a little bit of um, one of our sponsors. So long that's the Long raised Dark Soda. Let's see how that goes. We find that sometimes that, that works quite well with um, whiskies and rums, doesn't it? Yeah, it does indeed. Yeah. Maybe if you end straight on hot days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we do that. <laughs> so why don't we go back to where it all started um, which i believe is wow. 2014 for you guys isn't it which is that's uh, like a well, that, yeah that's when when the yeah. first idea sort of came around 2014 um just yeah talking with a friend and and sort of we'd been to a whiskey tasting in the city and um <clears throat> sort of we were, we're both engineers and we're thinking oh maybe it can't be too hard to start a distillery um, and, and make our start making our own whiskey and um, that sort of got the the mind whirling a bit and uh, <clears throat> and one thing led to another and um, I, I sort of progressed with it a bit more than 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 he did and uh, uh, resulting in us starting commercial production in 2019 so after a visit to Tasmania and a few other things um, yeah we, we thought that that's something that we could do and and then yeah in 2019 we we started produ producing but not whiskey yeah but not whiskey no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so he 
yeah, after the trip to Tassie, when we went round and visited a lot of the whiskey distilleries, um, he said, oh, I'd like to, I think, I think we could do this. He said, and I'd like to do it, but not whiskey. I'd like to do gin. Right. So, and and Ed thought I was crazy because she didn't think she, she liked gin. So, um, I think my words were gin. I don't like gin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her, her experience of gin was was Gordon's gin with uh, no, it wasn't even Gordon's. Oh, uh, anyway, something beef horrible. Eater. Beef eater with, with ox mix uh, tonic, and so yeah, her her idea of a gin and tonic was quite different to what uh, what we end up making. So, um, yeah, a bit of a process of uh, coming up with all sorts of recipes learning how different things distill um yeah just a lot of hands-on a lot of experiments um turning the kitchen into a bit of a meth lab and um, yeah. you know, the, usual, the usual story <laughs> we did a funny story we did have a we do have a friend who's um works for the afp and he was picking up right. his daughter from the place and walked through and he sort of stopped and looked at the kitchen and he looked at us and he was like i know that's not what it looks like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fortunately, um, yeah, he didn't think it was a true meth lab, and uh, he was fine with me distilling a little bit of uh, stuff to to come up with recipes. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that that uh, worked out well, and then and then we went down the process of building our distillery. Um, that that took a little while as well. Um, paperwork always takes a while. Yeah, the paperwork, and at that time things weren't as I guess streamlined. Um, with the you ATO. Would know. <laughs> um, so yeah, went through a bit of a process there and and also getting the, the right approvals for, for our distillery because it's literally in our backyard. Um, but uh, fortunately, yeah, the council said yes to everything and um, yeah. That, oh, and but then the builder went bankrupt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the builder went bankrupt and we had to finish that ourselves. Um, <clears throat> and, and we actually lived in our distillery um, for about a year. Um, so I was, I was living the dream. I was living in a distillery and uh, while well, we our, our house was being renovated so our, our kitchen dining area was was a motorbike workshop and distillery um for about yeah. a year um right. and for some strange reason i wasn't allowed to bring the motorbikes into the house they had to stay here in the distillery so <laughs> completely but they're part of the yeah. story so it's here now yeah yeah so how did you develop your passion for the gin? Why, why did you think gin? Because, I mean, you guys, uh, yeah, you, you, you've come up with a number of gins and and, uh, and other products as well, other spirits and that. But it was gin you started with. So, um, yeah. yeah um, well, just say, I mean, it, it was, yeah. Um, to start off with, actually wanted to start with, off with, with making a, a, a schnapps-based um, product. Um, my heritage, my family's from the Czech Republic, and so fruit, OVs, and 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 proper like true spirit-based schnapps is sort of in 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 the Czech Republic. It's Slivovitz, and so it's a plum brandy that's super strong, like seventy percent, and um, clear, and definitely cleans you out when you are uh, when you have a bit. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I mean, I figured pretty quickly that there isn't a isn't a market for that, um, and so the Australian palate's not quite open yeah, to that. In Australia, seventy percent. Yeah, I mean, it's too strong for most people, and it's yeah. there isn't a real, I guess, um, yeah, a market isn't well developed for for that that type of product. I mean, with with people from Europe, you know, expats living here in Australia, then 
possibly that they'd be interested, but um, gin was was an established market and be easier to to bring a product like that to market compared to and closer to the sort of it's yeah just dropped out. Are you guys still on? Can you see us? Yeah, we can still see you. You're just you're just sort of freezing a little bit, so just keep talking. It's all good. Oh, it says so we've lost. What's that. happened here? We can still hear you if you yeah. want to just keep speaking. It yeah, just the, the, the video keeps freezing every now and again. It was working fine. It was. <laughs> oh, that's fine. We can hear you. I don't know if you guys can hear us, but Marty's just trying to oh, yeah. work something out with the internet. Can you hear us? Wow. No, they can't hear us. Oops. <laughs> oh, where's Lukey when we need him? <laughs> he probably. So, anyway, guys. He's probably sabotaged it. I hope not. I look really weird through this you, background. Anyway. You, do, you look very weird most days. We're passing time here. Uh, so unfortunately, we've had right. some uh, technical issues. Um, Hopefully, they'll back, be back. Yep. We'll see. But we've been talking to Ed and Marty from Banks and Salander and Salander Rum Company. I was going to show you the bottle. Oh, you can still show the bottle. It's something else like Yeah. Just... This is very confusing. But anyway. Yep, there you go. Told you. That's it. So this is recently been released. And let's go in here. Yeah, this tab. So if you go to their website, this is what the website looks like. So it's um Slander Rum Co. And as their new recently released product, they've already started to pick up quite a few awards. They're quite chuffed about, and um, it's really good to see Australian distilleries bringing home the merchandise from, from these overseas awards. Wow. What are your comments? Tasty, very tasty. It's very nice. Right, we'll just lock off that. What else can we talk about, dude? Rum or the rum naissance, as a certain person. The rum naissance, yeah. Uh, has has said many many years ago, someone in the industry, been waiting for the rum naissance, and there's now quite a few um, Australian new uh, rum producers, craft rum producers. I mean, uh, Winding Road, Karoo, that's that's two that we uh, we're talking about off air, uh, and also that's what they were drinking uh, tonight. Mm. And we're back. You're back. Don't so, know what happened. It's all right. We've, we've been going through your website. Talking how great the product is, yep. won a few awards. So we picked all that off now. So, which uh, website? Thanks, uh, Slander. Yeah, Rum Company. Slander decided to try and help us. So, this was his helpful um, tip. Have you tried doing yeah, so <laughs> I've hot spotted off my phone now. So, hopefully, that'll be. It seems to be vaguely working. So, let's hope it stays that way. 
although everything seems to be quite slow now. So um, I'm just going to, to stop that sharing because that might be using up too much bandwidth. Is your son on, on the DS? Oh, possibly. DS5? Either that or Kathy's. It's oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Marty came in from a meeting. I work. can't. You're all frozen and it's not hearing well. Oh, yeah. My wife is now in a meeting at work. Oh, boy. Breaking up. Well, we can't zip up because that could be interesting. What? What? You can't hear us? We're all locked. Both sides. No. It's going to be one of those nights, isn't it? Okay. This one's this good, yeah. I'm scared to say anything just in case it goes down again. No, no, that sounds good. Excellent. Can, can you hear us? Yeah, this yes, this time, yes, yep. before you were breaking up. So yep. right. Can you see us? We can, yes. Can, yes. I awesome. might be a bit of a delay, but yeah. You're moving. Oh, no. Okay. So no, no, I'll do one more thing. So just talk amongst yourselves while I play around here. All right. I'll continue. Okay. So we were talking about, um, yeah, about gin and. Yeah, the recipes and working on it and instead of, yeah. So that was why he wanted to do the, the gin was the um, first, um, was the, it was closest to the Czech spirits that, you know, that he could grew up tasting and drinking. So um, possibly one of the reasons why our gin is at 48%. Um, just well, a... <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's at 48% to, to, to be able to hold more flavour. Um, yeah. And that's that's the main reason um, because we saw that it went cloudy um, when, we, when we had it at a lower ABV. So um, it's all about the flavour for us. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's, that's why it's at 48% and that's why there's a big flavor to it. Um, and, and also we weren't trying to emulate a, a London dry style. Um, we were, we were going from scratch and, and, and creating a gin that was quite unique and something that, that we liked. Um, and, um, <clears throat> it always stands out in, in a lot of the, the, um, the, the, uh, gin festivals is something quite a bit different and um, because of, of the the big botanical hit that you get um, yeah. With, yeah. with our gin. So once, once you, um, yeah. once you created your gin and you liked it and you had it there, then what did you do? Sorry, it doesn't sound real good at the moment either. It's, you're frozen no. as well. Oh, no, this is not good. At some point After the gin? I'll, I'll talk. We did a lemon chili. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're having a, a bad night oh, on yeah. technology. So, can can you hear me now? Yeah. 
That won't help. Yeah. 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 Um, what can we do? It's still cutting out a lot and we're having trouble hearing you. Yeah. Okay. I can just talk though. Yeah, just talk. <laughs> you're, you're, um... Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yes. Okay, awesome. So That's there's a, lot a better. delay. What we're, what we're saying earlier is that as Marty had his work-related um, meeting prior to us coming online, my wife Kathy yeah. is currently in a meeting online, so we're probably <laughs> sharing too much of the web. Bandwidth for that, right? Yeah, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Okay, we'll just take it slow. Okay. What's yeah, we did. Um... Sorry, Kathy. You go. <laughs> you go, Ed. Lemoncello, we had too many lemons on a lemon tree and Marty refused to make lemonade as my daughter wanted, so he made lemoncello. Um, probably one of our best sellers. Um, a little bit different to the standard, you know, it's not as it's not a, a traditional italian style limoncello it's it's got a bit of a local flavor to it um we we do use a little bit of lemon myrtle in it um but also we add a little bit of the, of the juice because um me being a bit stingy didn't want to throw out the juice and thought it was a waste just to throw out the juice and just using the zest um to, so looking at and and it turned out to taste pretty good so we, we've kept the 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 juice as part of the recipe um and that stands out as a little bit different from the rest of limoncellos out there because of that. Creates more of a, a bright, fresh flavour to the limoncello that's, that um, the um, local customers seem to like. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it goes quite well with in, in the limoncello spritz. And, uh, yeah, a lot of customers seem to enjoy it. That's good. It's how, do they, how, do they, how do they drink it? it that's uh, all spirits should be up. So you can, like... Most like traditionally, you'd have it um, out of the freezer or, or chilled as a, you as know, a shot. shot at the end of a meal, um, digestive. But you can have it on ice. You can put it. It's a really cocktails, cocktails spritz. like limoncello spritz is, is instead of your really aperol spritz. Yeah, yeah, really popular. Aperol's out. Limoncello's in. Um, mm. So yeah, it's it's quite versatile in that you can. And then you know, bartenders like it because they can use it in in restaurants, you know, in cocktails as well. Anything to do with it that calls for a sugar syrup and a um, lemon. A lemon, you just yeah. use lemon chai. Yeah. So yeah, um, okay. it's really refreshing on a on a hot day when you just tall glass, lots of ice, shot of lemon cello and top it with soda. Like just just yep. a nice refreshing right. drink. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. It. It, it it sounds refreshing. It really does. Yeah. And you, you mentioned um, um, cocktails. So are you guys Sorry? a bit of a whiz? You mentioned cocktails. So are you guys a bit of a whiz with cocktails? Creation? Mentioned. Something about a cocktail, but we, we missed that. <laughs> In the middle bit. Okay. okay. Uh -huh. So... Um, yeah. With cocktails, are you guys a, a bit of a whiz with uh, cocktails? You, you put a bit of work into that? 
in top there. Yeah. yeah. I can't see to type. <laughs> Are you back yet? Uh, yeah. Can you hear? If you turn on your light, you can you'll be able to oh, see. What light? Sorry, your backlight. I don't have a backlight. Yes, it does. Oh. oh, boy. So it's our end, not their end? It's probably our end again, but it's like I can't reset anything because Kathy's in her meeting. I'm very sorry, guys. Um, as you can see, it's just Crafty and I, the two klutzes when it comes to IT-related issues. Um, poor old Lukey is at home not very well. So, try me again. Alrighty. There you go. I mean, lucky. I mean, from our end, we're getting good bandwidth, so um, and good connections yeah. to the internet. So. Yeah. Yeah, we think yeah. technically I have as well, but um, something's happening and just making us glitch, which wasn't happening prior to us going live. So I apologise no. to everyone who's trying to listen to us tonight. Um. We can keep persevering. Sorry, guys. What, what were you asking before about the cocktail? I was uh, just asking about um, cocktails is a whole different world. Um, yes. Have you jumped into that world? Do you spend time developing cocktails and things, or how do you we actually do? We're really lucky. Yeah, we're really <laughs> lucky. One of the one of the people working for us, um, Lucas Buckton, he's. Um, Got a background as, as a mixologist and, and a bartender and um so while he's working as as a sales rep for us um he's got a great background in in developing cocktails and so we we've actually um yeah he's, he's helped us um a great deal to to come up with various cocktails using our products um so variants on on existing cocktails but also coming up with new things so um and and we post those on our website um and then also we have promotional material with, with our cocktails and and also we we help um so venues that have our products to to develop cocktails if that's something that they're not familiar with and, and don't have the expertise in-house um we we help them come up with cocktails that um that um suit their their customers and, and suit their menus so um yeah we we do dabble in I'm a, hoping a bit to be able to show you guys some of these great cocktails but um i'm too scared to to share the screen again just in case we mess up <laughs> but both 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 on the banks and Solander website and also the Solander rum they have a a tab that will take you through to the to the cocktails and they look fantastic and worthwhile yes. checking out Especially the Solander rum cocktails. Oh my God, some of them are amazing. They're, they're deadly. They're, they're, they're deadly. <laughs> <laughs> a few headaches in R and D. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of drinking rum straight, but um, yeah, they're, they're, they're still yeah. Well, they're all for the white at the moment. Yeah. So the recipe is for the white, the unaged spirit. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, they are, and that's the best way to drink you know, an unaged. Um, Apparently, Ellie like has tried one or two of these cocktails herself. She's yeah, she's lovely. Things. We're drinking, Marty's drinking hers, her, her rum. Yeah. <clears throat> so, really enjoying that. Thanks, Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit. 
The Banks and Salander Pinnacolata is outstanding. <laughs> we, we think we have we think we've identified one. We've got technical issues. Todd, do you want to put up why? All right. I think this might be the issue. Those <laughs> <laughs> listening, internet's broken because Albanese's engagement news has completely corrupted everything. So well, congratulations, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Long and congratulations. <laughs> Cheers. Just now, now work on our exercise, please. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that would be and a great engagement for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so please. before we go much further about the engagement, let's go back to your products. Um, so rum. Um, yes. When when I saw that, I, I was totally surprised. Didn't didn't see that coming at all and i imagine there was a lot of people that didn't see that coming at all and you created a, a separate brand so tell us about the rum story so sam came to work for us um you both met her a couple of times um yeah. and she just asked if she could do rum and marty went why not of course so they just started working on it um you know it's taken a while to you know She's very, they're both very particular in everything that they do. So choosing exactly what to, um, you know, the right molasses and the right yeast and. Yeah, the right, right fermentation conditions. But, yeah. um, and also the distillation process. Because I mean, it's a different. Yeah, we, we use a slightly different distillation process than, than a lot of um, um, rum makers here in Australia. Um, because, I mean, we, we, um, have a template column still that we when it's not a pot still that we're making our rum on it's hybrid yeah. yeah so it's a hybrid still and right. um and, and we put it through twice and and we we have the right the still set up differently for the for the two different runs um and um the the white spirit that comes out is actually um it, it it's very very drinkable even as a new make um it comes off the still about i don't know 96 percent, but um it's a very smooth and, and clean product um, and that's what we, then we put into our barrels for, for aging. So, um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> it's, yeah, Sam came to us and, and we thought, okay, let's give this a crack. And so far, yeah, we were very happy with, with how it's turned out. Um, so it smells delicious as you know. Um, yeah. Um, and, and we've got a variety of barrels now aging, uh, with, um, different, I guess different types of they're all oak barrels, but from from different sources. Um, the the rum that you're drinking at the moment that comes from a Heaven Hill um, ex bourbon um, from the US, and uh, we've got four of those. So we've we've bottled one, and we still have another three aging. Yeah. And uh, the um, then we have some I think Jack Daniel's barrels put aside, and and we're about to fill up some um i think what are they are they x bricks or x we've got an x bricks one yeah we've got some x bricks and we've got some x um archie rose barrels that we're having to fill in in, in the coming months right nice so, selection so we're, we're not doing blends we're not doing um everything is a single barrel release um there's no additives apart from water um and what the barrel gives it um right. so yeah, and yeah, like so as, we're not doing a spiced or anything at the moment. It's just what comes out of the what comes out of the barrel. Yeah, and on the um, 
like on the the bottle the back of the bottle we've got a qr code which when people scan it gives them the notes you can go in there'll be a pa there's a page there web page and you can pull up the actual tasting notes for that particular barrel that you're drinking yeah so in our case it's barrel 90. Oh, you guys have disappeared on us again that's a shame Hopefully everyone got to see oh, that. Yep, before there you go. He's in. back. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the QR code. Oh, cool. Okay, so <laughs> we've, we've got our usual um, lag of about 10 seconds by the looks of it. Okay. Oh, you're back. No one's going to see that for a while. Nah, it's not that. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because we can... Yeah, I think get, you are now. Yep. We can, we can see you. We can hear you. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very peculiar. So how did you um, come up with, with your, the, the name of your distillery? Okay. Um, the name of the, the – for, so for, for Banks, Banks and Solander, Solander, um, <laughs> it's um, their local, I, I guess, historical figures, um, they were – the uh, naturalists on uh, the endeavor with with captain cook and they have explored the local area and and uh, cataloged all the the plants and animals that that were here and, and so it made sense for us that um they were scientists and i've got a science background and uh also we were doing a gin and and they were sort of essentially botanists to some extent and so that, some said they were botanists. Well, they were naturalists. So so they did more than botany, but yeah. But anyway, they so they um yeah, it's it sort of and, so, and, the, and the name sounded pretty cool as well. So um but they showcased Australian botanicals to the world for the first time, and we used some of those in our gin. So it's like this full circle. And being in botany, um, everything is named after them. So the botany itself is named because of what you know, they everything that they discovered, um, well, well, found. Well, yeah, found. <laughs> Got to be careful these days. Got to be careful. Um, but, and, you know, and there's Sir Joseph Banks Street, there's Sir Joseph Banks Park, there's Cape Salander, there's all, you know, the names are quite um, renowned for the area. So yeah, that's, that's why we, we wanted something that grounded us to where we are. Yeah. And it sounds pretty cool, Banks and Salander. Yeah. It does, um, and and we stuck with the theme. So we well, we started looking at, at um, getting a trademark for for, for Banks and Slender. Um, a, another large beverage company um, blocked Did us. You say their name? Uh, well, Bacardi. They <laughs> they they blocked our trademark, and um, for rum. For well, they in general they they wouldn't mm. let us trademark Banks True. and Slender, um, but we were able to negotiate that we could. Um, trade market for anything but at rum because they had a, a brand a rum brand in the Netherlands that was called Banks Rum that um, they didn't want us to so they didn't want wow. us to use Banks and Salander for 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 everything. So <clears throat> we're able to negotiate anything but a rum. So that means when we launched our rum we needed to come up with a new brand for our rum. Um, and so that meant new brand, new website, labels, everything. New so. Facebook, new Instagram. But still a lot cheaper than trying to fight um Bacardi in court <laughs> to to approve our trademark for everything. So um, yeah, they've got deep they have a Banks Rum. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and they don't even sell it here. They don't sell it here. And it's a blended rum. That yeah. you know, it's not even. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> don't 
don't get me started. <clears throat> I I really wanted to put a bat on the label, but yeah. Marty wouldn't let me. No, no, we can't do that. <laughs> that that would really get us into trouble. Yeah. So we went <laughs> out like Solander is a he's um he was Swedish, so we sort of tried to emulate the you know the Scandinavian style. Scandinavian style with the um the label and the branding and the branding bit. a little yeah. bit not too much yeah just a hint towards that so the label actually has um so we we actually the the, the yeah the labels that a the uh, wrong way it's a, got a, a map, map a map of of our local area um so that's botany bay in the airport and and there's a little dot there and that's where we are Mm. So, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, that's us. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. And then obviously the age run that you have is the reverse colours. So the white's got a white label and the dark's got a, the age has got the darker label. You didn't pick up on that before, did you? No, I did. I saw the red dot. I, I was wondering why they splotched a bit of red on there. But... <laughs> it's on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it's on purpose. That's right. So when you when you got the rum out there in the bars, um, you got people to try. What 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 feedback did you get? Yeah, uh, it was interesting. Um, I mean, we had we, we essentially launched our rum at the um, at the, actually the rum festival in Brisbane um, the, in November. In, in November, and um, yeah. uh, poor Sam had just broken a hand not too long before that, um, but we still managed to convince her to come because um, she was such an integral part of of um, coming up with the product and and she was actually quite nervous because the Queensland crowd can be quite patriotic with um, their local brands and um, it can be a bit of a hard crowd and, and they and they don't um, pull any punches when they're giving feedback um, so um, we actually were surprised by the um, by the rece yeah, the reception to, to our product um, people were, were saying oh that's actually good uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, particularly also the white rum the white rum um surprised a lot of people um or the, the white cane spirit i should say um most or, people don't like in their heads like they won't drink a white cane spirit or you know white rum um unless mm -hmm. it is in a cocktail so it's not you know there are some out there that are as you know are extremely rough um and, and they're designed to be mixed they're not designed to be drunk yeah. by itself so so um we actually had more sales of the white compared to the, the aged rum in that festival and and people were walking away i, I think yeah surprised and, and educated on on what a, a, a good white good can be. good white can be yeah yeah and it's still new it was only november and you know so yeah now <laughs> we're, we're getting it out into some more local um venues and uh, yeah the feedback uh, we had like a little launching a, a launch party in in um in at sydney Jacobi's, yeah. at, at jacoby's bar and here in this in sydney and and we got a good uh, feedback on on that as well people really enjoyed it yeah it's exciting good, it? oh you've done yeah. it again no 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 it, it, it gets disjointed yeah. when it pops off like this can you see us Still, yeah. He's still cutting out. Uh, we'll just yeah. blame Albanese. 
Yeah. Okay, you're back. Yes. We're back. We're back. So <laughs> it's coming in and out. Okay. Uh, do we have any questions from the uh, there, there was one that um, Ian mentioned earlier. Uh, let me find it. This will be to all three of you, really. Because I can't remember whether I've read that book or not. I don't think so. I have not read that book. But I want to now. Have any of you guys read the book Rum, A Distilled History of Colonial Australia? Just finished it last week. It was quite a good read. Um, hopefully you can Thanks. find that on um, some big conglomerate. But um, yeah, Marty will be like able it. to track it down. He's good at that. Rum is just, we've got, we've got to work, yeah. Type it down. Take a photo of it. Jeez. Question. Question yes. I've got. So there is a distilling community, but within mm. the distilling community there's also quite a little... Uh, rum club, isn't there, of Australian producers? It's starting and, and, to be, yes. Yeah, and, are... and I've, I've noticed um, uh, with Bricks and, and Bricks doing um, collaborative events. So tell, tell us about that. Tell us. That was a fun night. Yeah, that was that was really good fun. Yeah, you didn't go. <laughs> I went. Um, Sam and um and Lucas went. Um, it was a fun night. Um, Bricks put on a really good um uh event um they run it well um they include a lot of you know there was us there was ali with hers um they had some beer people there as well i don't know much about beer i'm so so sorry um so they did the it was it was really good and we've had some presenters did they? yeah sam mm -hmm. talked um everyone talked from each place um the we were just thrilled that they actually think of us. So, because we're so new with the rum, that to have them include us was just really nice. Yeah. Um, mm. They're very welcoming and very, you know. It's a supportive and inclusive group, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah. And outside New yeah. South Wales, do you have much going again? <laughs> back again, I think. Are you back? No. We're back no, again. No. Oh, here we go. Um, oh, I heard your voice you again. The... We're back. Yeah, so just yeah, looking out for another drink. The end's so just there. The, the, the book that we were talking about before is by Matt Murphy, and he got it out of the local library. So, I got it. So, it'll be one to hunt down. All right. Well, Ed and Marty turn it on and off again. We'll talk amongst ourselves again. Again. So, what are you drinking? I'm actually trying it with with the with the long race, which is um, it's working quite nicely. So that's long way long race dark soda, one of our sponsors, and. Um, what's this 27th time is a charm <laughs> we're just just talking uh todd's drinking your rum with um dark right. soda yeah yeah. Right. yeah yeah i'm enjoying it well it looks like 
It'd be nicer if like, it's a bit cooler, I think, on the on the um, long race. But apart from that, it's really good. It's cold. It's not ice cold now. The fever tree um, is not too bad as well with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I quite like fever tree cola as well. I can't say so that. Just before you popped off, um, Ian, I noticed that Ian given us some more information on that book. A Matt so it's by Matt Murphy. Cool. Maybe our li local library does have it too. Never <laughs> I've never been to our local really? library. Oh, oh, you heathen. <laughs> um, and then Ian asked you guys, if you got a question, would you be have any plans of expanding into WA? A great question. I mean, we do ship at the moment to like through web sales. We do ship to, to WA. I mean, <clears throat> it, it is it is a big country. Um, so I mean, at the moment, um, we've got um, some uh, someone looks at looks after Canberra for us, and um, we're looking to expand into Newcastle. I mean, we're not even in in Melbourne yet, so um, it's yeah. I mean, we'd we'd love to to go over to WA, but yeah, you need good people on the ground to support your product um, out there and and get it out to to everyone. So um, yeah, we, we'd love to. It's just a, a matter of timing. We're in it like we're with ALM connect and we've had a few orders from um perth via that um but just spasmodically here and there just a you know yep a, and, a couple yeah so yeah. once we get into um some of the larger um distributors as well then that'll help as well to get us out to to, to western australia yeah sam's <clears throat> giving you some information as well yes we've so got retail yeah, Sam, Sam's keeping us on our toes. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> she always does. And a few bars. Yes. So. Oh, let's let's talk about yeah. And then then Ellie's right. uh, oozing out the love as well. So you guys have incredible <laughs> gins and liqueurs, and I am looking forward to the rum industry growing and having you your brilliant rum contribute to the greatness of Australian oh, oh, Australian rum. She's yeah. been drinking rum. Yeah. <laughs> she makes a good rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the yeah, that's the good thing I think about Australian um, well spirits and and rum in us especially, which is what we've been delving into recently, um, is that the product that is made here in Australia is like the craft ones that are all coming through now. They're great. Like they're really good products, like, you know. Yeah, the vast majority are, are, are great. Are really good, yeah. high quality, um, and the people are really lovely. So, it's a good, it's a good industry. It's it's really inclusive and, and supportive. And yeah. supportive, and we're all making good quality products, and that's what the, you know, I mean, that's what we're striving for. So yeah, working together to to yeah, I guess thanks, Mick. increase the. The, the visibility of, of Australian rums and and uh, let people know what what good products are out there because I mean it's, it's a bit of a harder sell to sell rum compared to gin at the moment um, but um, yeah we're making great products and and just to get people to get, get it into people's glasses and, and onto their palates and and for them to learn that um, yeah that it can be something that isn't um, a rough and ready rum which which a lot of people um, associate Most rum with is, is, is that a rough it's going drink. to be yeah, or you know, not naming the the bear in the in the room. Um, 
there a lot that's a lot of people's perception of what rum, rum is. is yeah. And I know as you know before crafty you were saying it's a <laughs> should be a drop bear, yes. <laughs> um, it you know there's something that you know just to get people to try sometimes is a challenge. They're like, oh, you know, I ha- I, drank I don't that, drink rum. I yeah. drank that when I was a kid, you know, just yeah. learning. I don't drink rum now. Yeah. But to get them to taste it and to actually realise, oh, this this isn't rough, this is smooth, this has flavour, this has um, character, you know, it's it's almost like a whiskey but... I mean, it's different. I mean, it's a different but, pr- product, but hmm. it's a lot. You know, you can treat it as a similar. Well, you can have it. You can have it neat. neat. You yeah. can mix it. Um, yeah. Well, I think. I, guess, I think that yeah, the journey's going to go is that people are going to discover that it's not all the commercial rums out yeah. there. That that rum has its own sort of profiles, and and you can enjoy the the journey just as much as as you can with whiskey or or any other spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and I mean rum rum probably isn't as, as serious a drink as as whiskey. Um, rum so, people are nice. <clears throat> now now, um, so so you can have a bit more fun with the rum as well, I guess. That um, you can do some some more interesting things with with rum products that uh, you you possibly couldn't get away with with a whiskey. Yeah, true. Um, Ian Ian's full of questions tonight. So one one I think he had here. I'm going to put it to Sam if she's still watching. Ian would like to know where these bars are in <laughs> so that he can go and partake. We can find the list and um, send it through to you if you can be in contact with Ian. Yeah. Uh, it's all good. We'll see yeah. We'll see what comes up. Um, comments? There are some, a lot of comments. That makes me <laughs> worry. He's checking the list twice. Um, do you have any good food pairings that you'd suggest to have with, with rum? I know with the um, with the, the gin and the liqueurs, it pairs amazing with with cheese. But I haven't actually done. Yeah, we haven't done much with the rum, rum with, with food, food, food pairing yet. But that um, needs to be rectified. <clears throat> um, just off the top of my head, some things that you can go with with rum. I mean, chocolate goes well with rum. Um, chocolate, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chocolate goes really well with with rum. Um, uh, what else is is good with with rum? Um, I don't know. We're just going to have to find out. Yeah, we'll have to find out. Um, I, I, I reckon chocolate cherries. Yeah, I was thinking cherries rum and miso. Rum and miso would go well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cherries as well. Some I guess some nuts would go well with rum. Um, but also (laughs) beef, chicken, cheese, and bacon. Bacon goes with everything. I was thinking some cured meats actually. We've got a really good um um South African um dried meat that um beef. And and I think that would have gone well, really well with this with this rum. So yes, yeah, some charcuterie probably go pretty well with rum as well. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Something to sort of 
break up the flavors we can enjoy the next sip yeah 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 so you do um little tasting events too don't you at, at your distillery is yeah it? so the cellar doors open on a saturday 11 to 5 people can just drop in tasting um but we also do uh, a private private tasting where you come and sit around our big table here um in the distillery so you're not in some fancy little room you're actually in a, a real distillery um we do a charcuterie board down the middle you get a cocktail on arrival and a full full tasting of, of everything so yeah, rsa here don't drive yeah. <laughs> mm. um and it's about two hours that you get their own group together and they everyone seems to enjoy it um yeah so we yeah. talk a little bit about you know what we do how we came about and um explain the products and and um people can taste it and and have a bit of a chat and and, and a bit of a feed around that so um yeah uh, people do it for for work gatherings for birthdays for yeah, any, anything where you get a few people together just to, to have a do something a bit different and and enjoy um experience in our distillery and you enjoy it as well by the sounds of it yeah it's yeah, good fun yeah, it you is. get to meet all sorts of interesting people banks um, and slander in a very merry mood and well fed yeah they do <laughs> yeah yeah majority of people do you only had one person vomit i didn't know about that one <laughs> That was a um, Bucks party. All oh, right, okay. Well, yeah. that explains it. Yeah. 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 I think they'd been somewhere else before they got here. So, yeah. And they're probably going somewhere else after. Yeah. yeah. So, do you guys feel that you'd be planning to do any age statements on your rum? Of so, on the barrel is. We on the bottle we don't have actually any age statements on it. Um, but when you go into that QR code and you look at that barrel, we will be telling you exactly how long it's been in the it's barrel. been aged for. Yeah. So the one that you're drinking there was aged for two years and two months. Yeah. Yep. And there's others that were put in at the same time, but they're not quite ready. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it really depends on the barrel. So since they're single barrel releases um yeah it depends on on how that rum is is working in the barrel and 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 um whether sam and i think it's ready to put in the bottles yeah. and and what size barrels are you using are they sort of like 200 liters yeah, yeah 200, 200 liters so good size yeah. ones yeah, yeah. I, I think we've got a couple which are larger than 200 but um yeah minimum 200 liters yeah yeah greedy angels in your area they're not too bad considering yeah yeah considering i mean it is fairly humid here on the coast i mean it's not yeah. like you know in the tropics or anything but yeah it's, it's cool and humid and um it, we haven't had too many temperature fluctuations you know going too crazy and we don't leave the barrels in the sun or anything so there's been um, temperature fluctuations recently but that's <laughs> yeah but, but yeah no so it's yeah so far we haven't like in in the first barrels we haven't seen too much of a yeah, loss. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe ten percent, not even. I, I don't know. We, I mm. can't remember off the top of my head what the what the um, what the losses were in that first barrel. Yeah, but it wasn't too bad. So the pen, potential's there for a, a ten-year rum. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, yeah. Mick. There is a potential there for that. Getting <laughs> <laughs> to that point. Do you do you find that there's less discussion about age? uh with the barrels so compared to like whiskey i think so yeah for rum i don't think it's 
as yeah, it doesn't seem to be as important for a rum. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just Australia. I, I don't. Yeah, but um, it hasn't been too much of a an issue for us at this point, um, or you know, hasn't raised too much of a questions. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Mick, I'm just reading Mick's comment there. I'm like, you, you know how to fix that. <laughs> There's a website. Yeah. <laughs> or you can come a, visit a, us a coconut rum i mean we, we, we have that rum would be rather interesting wouldn't it yeah it would be i mean um we we just have to um i mean what, what what's the what, what's the, the the classic coconut white rum that's malibu malibu i, I guess, <laughs> I guess oh, exactly so so once you start talking about a coconut white rum then yeah, exactly. You, you're fighting against that. That preconception. Oh, it's, like, it it's like talking about fireball in the whiskey world. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure you could make a really nice um, coconut white rum. Yeah. Cocktail. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so have a cocktail. And then you'll be all right. Yeah. Um, um, Sam's being madly working behind the scenes, so she's got one good select <laughs> suggestion here. Or a couple. Yes. Queen Super IGA Plus. That sounds like the place to go. <laughs> Classy joint, that one. <laughs> well, they're, they're selling some good well, spirits. Well, they're talking off them. Hey, leave them yes. alone. They are classy. Right. Portable. Portable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's it>. Portable. <laughs> well, uh, just on the distillery, we haven't actually talked about you know, the, the mechanics behind the distillery. So so what gear have you got in, in your shed and how, how big is your, is your distillery? Okay. Um, yeah, we've got two two stills. I mean, our, our distillery is, um, our production Tiny. area is ooh, maybe 80 square metres. Um, so it's not big. It's pretty compact. Yeah. Um, and we've got two stills in here, a uh, 100 litre still and a 500 litre still. Um, they're both right. modular stills that um, we've configured um in specific ways to to make our products um so yeah the 100 liter still set up as a pot still at the moment um we, with a quite a tall reef tall sort of column no reflux um or, or plates in the column but it's just um allows for for natural reflux in that tall column um and um the the 500 litre still, we configure that differently depending on what product um, we're, we're making. So um, if we're making a, a vodka or a gin, we take all the plates out and um, run it as a, as a pot still. Um, but if we're making the, the rum, we put all the plates in and um, we've got um, extra copper that we put in there as well. And um, yeah. Run it, run it at um, different levels of reflux depending on which um, which uh, it's, it's a first or a second distillation. Yeah, right. Well, we get so that's that's a really tight space. So utilization space and efficiency and everything else must be must be absolutely. Yeah, huge. no. I mean, Sam would love to have a much bigger space to work in. Um, yeah, we need to. Move stuff around all the time to do things. We need to get rid of some motorbikes. No, no, but you can't get rid of those. They're part of the bacon. <laughs> there is potential. The you know? We so, also have some. I hear you. Um, 
So, so yeah, we're. I mean, we need to be very efficient in in how we utilise the space, um, and and we fortunately we do have a an offsite um, facility now for aging our barrels. So um, okay. that that that's been really helpful. So um, yeah, we set that up last that, year. Yeah, last year to to help with with our space constraints. So. We all need to work on bullying Marty into getting rid of the giant lathe that he has there as well, apparently. Thanks, Sam. Yep, I'm on Sam's side on that one. <laughs> so there's no complaints about space when you have a giant lathe in your shed. <laughs> yes. It's not that big. It doubles as a bench. It doubles as a bench for bottling, doesn't it? No, it's no, not even no. usable. It is usable. I use, I, I use it to make stuff around the distillery. I just need to get to it when when I people put stuff around it all the time, so I can't use it. As you can tell, that's a long going um, conversation. No, that's good. Yeah, it was two against one by the sound of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah fortunately, man. fortunately, it weighs a couple of tons, so they can't move it by themselves. <laughs> uh, one day you're going to come back, and it's got, not going to be there. It'll be on the be on the side of the road. <laughs> Yeah, drag, drag down the go. We've um, got a forklift yeah. now. Oh, there you go. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that post, and, and I thought that's 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 a serious uh, serious acquisition to get a point. We, we had to. Um, we had a neighbour that we used to borrow the, his forklift all the time, and then right. he moved out. It was like <laughs> you can't go. You're taking our forklift. Because it using his forklift, so he went bugger this. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, so so, but um, the fault we have now is is better than what, what, he, what had. he had. So yeah, but um, we had to go and get our forklift license. Yeah, we had yeah. to yeah get do it all properly, and and now the the forklift lives under the uh, pergola behind the house, um, so it lives under a nice little roof there, and um, it's the last thing that we thought would ever be parking there. That was meant to be <laughs> a barbecue area, but um, now I did used to have now seats a, there to now sit it's a down and parking you know. spot for 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 Guido our forklift. There's a question here from Ali as well. Um, do you ever get, do you make rum because it's easier than whiskey? If so, yes. what is your response? Our, our response is, is um, it might be fewer manufacturing process steps, but I wouldn't call it easier. Um, mainly because... Have you, having tried to make both of them? <laughs> I would agree. It's like, well, I, I mean... No, I, I understand where you're coming from. That um, you've got additional pro process steps there, but um, then not. It comes no, I'm down saying, to I'm saying the, that, that if, if you think that making rum is easy, um, you possibly haven't made rum. So, like with everything that you know, you guys make and we got we make, um, it is easy to make that. It's easy to make a bad one. Yeah, so but I guess it's it's coming up with a process. So there's there's I mean there's a lot of variables that you need to consider both with a whiskey and, and a rum, um, and you know the, the type of molasses, the type of yeast you're using, and then also the distillation process, and even just the type of still, and 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 you and your fermentation conditions, you know, the style of still that you're using. Well done. Is she Ali says she says it's a different skill set entirely. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. yeah, so it's just different. I wouldn't say one's harder than than the other. It's just different. Yeah, 
but the, yeah we do get asked that um i mean we yeah. we did a rum a because sam said let's do a rum and and b <laughs> we, we didn't have the equipment to to make a whiskey and being in a you know tight space tight as well. space like this is literally in our backyard um we do have we're lucky in botany that we've in our particular property that it's a, a mixed zoning so we are allowed to to have industrial and the home on the same property but we don't have as much space as what you would need when you you know you're doing a um a whiskey because you need a little bit more with yeah. that yeah i agree with sam it's definitely a hell of a lot stickier yeah <laughs> sam will agree on that when she's had to um clean things <laughs> get the molasses to flow and it's overflowed and yes is she wears her very old clothes on those production days and i just stand and back and laugh at the camera <laughs> and you have a you have a spillage and then you you're walking around the place and it's she um makes sure she locks the dog in the house so he can't walk through any spillages <laughs> yeah you, you need to be really clean with the molasses um yeah just got to be on top of that otherwise yeah that can get out of hand with the molasses absolutely i, I remember uh nick from um garu distillery sent me this this um video once and uh he thought it was funny and i i, I just thought oh my god that's terrible and it was a 44 gallon drum of molasses and he had the bung out and he was trying to screw the bung back in as the molasses is just all coming out. And he sent it to me as a, you know, this is a funny ha ha. And, and I just thought, no, that's, that's not, it's not funny. That's, I can, I can imagine that cleanup. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I mean, yeah, you need to hose out a lot of stuff when, when you do that. I mean, fortunately, we've got a, like a, a concrete area right next to the distillery we can do that sort of outside of the distillery do all the transfers there and then then move all the that hose it down and, and hose it down all there <laughs> so, so so next so next one, having a little chuckle to himself so. <laughs> yeah so so we're lucky there but still i mean we find gravity works the best for moving molasses around um we we, we have a a pump that can pump the molasses but um it took a while to develop to and and you got to uh, warm up the molasses quite nicely before it, it works um because it's just so thick and sticky yeah well the times that i've been allowed to make rum with my friend here we've done <laughs> a 15 liter barrel <laughs> drums of the stuff one at a time like, yeah yeah we get the palacons <laughs> in these days and, and yeah we've with the forklift, it's helpful now. You can just lift it up and let it gravity feed um, into the fermenting tank. So that's nice. Something easy to finish off. Well, I think we've um, we've done it from time, and we've from we've time. Done the... Half of it was, you know, fixing glitching. up glitching. <laughs> Yes. We got any questions? Any more questions? Um, no, I think we've answered most of them. Um, we've actually had a good run without glitching. So, um, that's it. Any lave inspired rum names on the cards? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Don't, don't, 
don't maybe, maybe, maybe some cocktail names some cocktail names yeah it's um yeah you always got to, that's that's the bit i really struggle with is coming up with a, a name for a cocktail that mm. lucas makes some makes amazing ones and then it's like trying to come up with a name that will go with it so yeah, the um the one thing that we didn't talk about was our coffee liqueur which we're pretty happy of proud of yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah sorry carry on please yeah, the um we we don't use a cold brew we make real espresso coffee so poor sam stands at the coffee machine making 16 liters of coffee for a batch um and we have a very temperamental coffee machine called sophia yeah she's um, italian so that's she, her name yeah <laughs> so so I, I need i'm the one that is responsible for getting sophia to work um and and to start up because she doesn't like to start once she gets going she's all right um but then um and so but she, she doesn't like to start for sam so it's my job the night before to start start the coffee machine up and then yeah. um poor sam has to make lots of many liters of, of coffee for a batch um and then we add some toasted spices and some um, dark brown sugar to to the mix but um yeah using the espresso coffee makes a real difference for the for this the the coffee liqueur you, um it's just no hint of bit bitterness in there and um it's a very different flavor to to um cold drip um coffee so yeah. and we entered it into last year's um world liqueur awards under for coffee and right. got a gold gold medal for it and they nominated us as the best coffee liqueur in australia impressive yeah it's, wow. it's pretty fantastic yeah we're pretty proud of that it, one. it is a labor of love it's not really a, a scalable product because you've got to use the espresso coffee i don't know how, how else you'd make um a thousand liters of espresso but um <laughs> i definitely wouldn't be asking sam to making that for us <laughs> but uh, we can always get someone in to help her <laughs> It's um, but yeah, very proud. Being best in the world, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty easy to. It would be easy to sell in the mornings too, wouldn't it? It's not. Yeah, it is one of the on the markets. It's um fairly good. There's oh yeah, coffee. I have some of that. (laughs) So you can see, and the bottle. I don't know. I'm trying to. Uh, let me go that way. You can see the, the layer. Yes. And that's actually the coffee. So yeah, that's that's because we're using the espresso process. A lot of the the um the, the oils settles. and and the solids from from the the coffee comes through. Yeah. So we yeah. tried filtering that out, and it, and it doesn't taste as good. It, you don't get the same mouthfeel, creamy mouthfeel. So um, yeah, we leave it in there for people to enjoy a, a fuller body. For, I think we need to help Mick find out where to go for this. So <laughs> this this would be the spot, Mick. I mean that yeah that's that's the spot that's the spot as i said we're, we're not um not uh in too many places in melbourne at the moment so un- unfortunately mick so yeah so if he wants can... to share a rep where... yeah, that's right. <laughs> if he knows of any good reps down there let us know <laughs> yeah. and if you want their rum it's there yes lucinslanderrum.com uh, one thing we didn't talk about, we talked about the limoncello, uh, we didn't talk about the limoncello. Kumquat. Kumquat. How, uh, how do you do kumquat? Are you telling me oh. that you're peeling kumquat? No, 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 no. no. Whole. You, soak them whole. You soak them whole, but then you've got to crush them at the end as well. So <clears throat> so you put them into a fruit press after after the soaking process to get the juice out. 
So that's a, a limited, like a, a seasonal release. It just basically depends on the kumquats and Marty's mum's tree. Yeah. So oh, yeah. if she's had a good season, then we make kumquat cello. If she hasn't, then we don't. Yeah. I'm glad you clarified it because I just had visions of sitting there. <laughs> little, little, like, existing tiny little kumquats. No, I couldn't <laughs> do that. <laughs> More Fortunately, to the point, they, they, I try to work out how he's going to get get Andrea and and I to, to peel all of his kumquats for us. <laughs> We've got little oompa loompas here, um, zesting the the kumquats for us. <laughs> yes, Sam. I was going to say, if, if you do that, let me know because the unpeeled kumquat my daughter will eat. She loves kumquats, but they're going to be peeled. <laughs> oh, really? That one. That, oh, yeah. That's the that's the best bit, the peel of the yeah, that's, the, that's the sweet bit. The the in, inner bit's really sour. It's, anyway, but I tried for many many years to convince her that uh, Miss Miss Royal has to have a fruit peel. So. <laughs> Do you peel grapes for her as well? Oh, not for many many years. <laughs> Talking yes. about peeling grapes. Um, yeah. No, I was just going to say, yeah, yesterday was Valentine's Day. Did you all do something special for the ladies in your life? Um, I sent a text. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so I did something. I forgot. You, you forgot. Yeah. What was I doing yesterday? Yesterday is such a long time ago, I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> it's so in the past. I, th I, think it's, I think it's a symptom of being a distiller. you or too only much, a distillery. Yeah. yeah, too, too much, much going on. on. Your, your head's all over the place. There's uh, how, how do you manage that? How, how do you put things into into silos? Um, Unfortunately, mate, I've got lots of lists. <laughs> I've got lists. You have lists. Yeah, and he's also like he's still working his full time job, or the yeah. day job as we call it. Um, and yeah, we have Sam. Yeah, who does a lot of. You know, Sam, Sam Sam fills my calendar, sends me lists of things I have. So, yeah, and, that helps. And I do all the admin and everything else that needs to. <laughs> um, yeah, so it keeps keeps us busy. It very much so keeps us busy. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, kids and families and life. Life is just, yeah, yeah crazy. But. Looks like they're glitching again. Since I just yeah. noticed that you guys glitched again, it might be time to um to, to say thank you and um thank you for persevering with us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, you can hear us. Yep, yeah. good. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Everyone, everyone that that endured us to the end tonight, apologize that it was the two of us and no one technical that could fix the problems. Um, thank you for watching. No code. Code. Uh, so, oh, that yeah, that, um, I can't remember what it is. Uh, let's see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. So, um, Craig's just reminded us you guys have generously given a discount code for anyone who purchases your product. For the remainder of the month, isn't it? What is that code? Because I've forgotten it. Oh no, we've got no sound. 
Oops, no sound. Oh, it'd be helpful if I unmute them. Oh, okay. Say that again. I can't unmute. Oh, no, no, you're muted. There Sorry. we go. Okay, we're unmuted. Shooting, as in shooting the ship. Shooting, okay. Shooting, all right. Put, put that on just so people know there's a, there's a discount code, which is very generous. Thank you very much, guys. That's and right. uh, yeah, again, thanks very much for your time and your patience tonight. It's, uh, now, you're, now you're off the hook. Now you're. Uh, you can relax. You're not. We can kick that off the list. <laughs> well, maybe we can. Um, we can do it. You know, six months, twelve months time when there's better internet. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We'll, well, we'll, we'll do another one. Do a back I'll have to talk to my provider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's at home, sick in bed at the moment? Yes. All right. Sorry. To, yeah, <laughs> Miss Luke, but. Lovely to, to talk to both of you. Yeah, thanks for, for yeah. inviting us and, and having us here for um, yeah, contributing to this awesome podcast. And, um, yeah, we look forward to hearing more episodes in the future. Well, sounds good. We'll see you around the track, so. so we thanks, will, guys. So Just hang on until the end of the, the, the yeah. outro when I find where I put that. And um, I'll have a bit of a chat. So this is our sponsors. Can we have a sound? Wait, one second. Exit stream.